You know, breakups and divorces are weird. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, breakups and divorces are weird because you're not really quite sure who's on what side and who has to like stop talking to who. And it's I get it. It's always an uncomfortable uncoupling process, right? But in this situation, the the text messages that she is sending to her ex's family, is this appropriate or inappropriate now that he is remarried? I want to see how this hits you today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? Welcome to this Thursday edition of Certified Mama's Boy. We are a daily podcast on this 16th of March that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right. I need to know if this is rude or not. And this actually is going to air on the radio show today as well. So if you hear the story twice, sorry, but I needed to run this because I, <laughs> I feel like I feel like you guys are all like my mom. When somebody comes after me, you guys are all like, no matter what I do, I could be like, you guys, I got to be honest, I robbed a store last night. Tell me if I'm wrong. You guys are like, no, it was fine. No, you know, no, you, you just... can do no wrong. Not ever. Uh-uh. You're perfect it's in fine. every way. If I was an a-hole though, I need to know this. I need to know this is bad or not because I really don't know um, <laughs> what I should have done in this situation. So I went to go see To Kill a Mockingbird last night. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, over at the Hippodrome Theater here, which, by the way, is a very hard show to watch. It's touring right now. It's coming to if it's coming to your city. Uh, just I, I, I'm sure I was supposed to read the book at some point, and I'm sure I cheated my way through it through summer reading at some point. So I didn't mm-hmm. really quite know what the story was about. Also, I only stayed through the first half, so I couldn't even tell you how the story ends. But I can tell you that oh, I um, that's the best part. I, I, you, you know, you know the story though. I'm assuming everything turns out fine. He gets, he gets acquitted yeah. and everything's good. But let's just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to assume that. Um, <clears throat> the, the use of the N word is so mm-hmm. prevalent in there, and mm-hmm. to like hear it used so casually through a play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've, I haven't heard that word in so long. Well, listen to Chris Rock in Baltimore. I, I haven't did. I haven't seen the show yet. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I don't. I again, watch that. It's, it's, it's nasty. Well, I mean, it's not our word to use, right? Like mm-hmm. when you hear white people say it, it's like mm-hmm. it's the most uncomfortable thing in the world. Like I was literally cringing through probably a third mm-hmm. of the first act because it was just so hard to sit there and hear that word used over and over and over and over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. But it was well done. I mean, it was well done. I don't know how it ends. Let's just say it was happy. Um, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I I'm sitting there during the show today. Wait, is it not happy? Does it end bad? Do you do you, you know, remember? I'm trying I, to remember again. Most of you guys are probably seeing this by now. It's it's how I feel about I've hairspray. Seen that, I saw that so long ago with Gregory Peck. He was so fabulous in it. I saw the yeah. first part of hairspray mm-hmm. as well, and I'm just assuming at the end everybody became integrated and they had a great dance I show. Seen that one? Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm happy. I'm hoping this happens too. Where at the end mm-hmm. of To Kill a Mockingbird, somebody text me. Let me know how that ends because I'm mm-hmm. assuming that everything turns out fine, but maybe not. Um, so I, uh, I, 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 today during the radio show or Wednesday during the radio show towards the end, um, all of a sudden Jess goes, Hey, answer the phone. I'll go answer line two. And I said, okay. And I answer the phone. And this woman's like, I, I was like, I could tell they were like about to gang up on me. I said, what's going on? And she goes, I, I didn't, didn't expect you to be such a jerk in real life. And I was like, wait, what? I'm so confused. Oh. And what she said, and I need to know if this is a jerk move or not, or if you would have done the same thing. So. 
what she said was that she was really surprised because as I was walking in, I was I was there super late. I had three Ubers cancel on me. And so the show started at eight. No, no lie. I got there at seven fifty nine. OK, so mm-hmm. I had to walk up. I had to go get my ticket from the um, the will call and still get to my seat. Well, as I'm literally scanning my ticket to get in, they were like, hey, y'all, we got like 30 seconds. If you guys don't get in your seats, we're going to have to hold the, you know, the uh, everybody going in for the first 24 minutes of the show. So if you mm-hmm. don't get in your seat, that's it. So people are like rushing to their seats, rushing to their seats. Well, this woman had stopped me and she was kind of talking to me. She's like, oh my gosh, you're the guy from the radio. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's just being pleasant. And mm-hmm. she goes, wait, can I, can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. And like the, the, the always answer is yes. Like, of course you can. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with that at all. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely socially awkward, but I don't have a problem with taking pictures of people or whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. chatting with you for a couple of minutes. No big deal. But mm-hmm. as I'm doing this, this woman's kind of like fumbling to get her phone. Her husband had it and like, they were like fumbling to get it. And I'm, I, they're, they're literally like, you guys have 30 seconds to sit down. And if mm-hmm. you don't sit down, then you're going to miss the first, you know, quarter of, mm-hmm. of the first act. So mm-hmm. I was like, I literally told her, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to go. And I walked mm-hmm. away. Well, what happened was this woman was standing behind the, me. She was behind me in line to get in. And she saw mm-hmm. this whole exchange go down and she was calling the radio show, which will, this will air on Thursday too. If you want to hear it, you can go listen to Kramer and Jess on demand. But, but she was kind of giving me a hard time because she was like, that was really rude. Like you should have stopped and taken a picture. Even mm. if, if it, even if it meant that you were going to miss the first 24 minutes of the show, no that woman was obviously way. super excited to see you. And then Jess hops in as well and is like, yeah, you totally should have stopped taking a picture. Uh, mm. Was that, was that like, I, we we'll, and we'll talk about it on the show, but like, was that like an a-hole thing to do? Do you think that was, <laughs> do you think that was a jerk move to make? Cause the last thing I ever want to do is come across like a jerk. Cause I don't try not to be, you know, in, in a lot of situations. Well, I mean, you didn't, you weren't rude about it, right? You were just like, I'm sorry. But I mean, didn't she hear what the woman said? Yeah, but like she was so excited and so dead set to get this picture uh-huh. that like she was like super – and then the woman was like – you didn't even see like her whole like mood dropped when she walked away. Like she was so sad and so disappointed. So now I'm just like, uh-huh. damn, like now I feel guilty. <laughs> like uh-huh. now this feels like a, that was a bad, a bad move to make. Mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, you okay. don't want to miss the mm-hmm. whole first act. This is what I knew my mom would always always oh. get me off the hook on this. Man, mm. I just feel like a jerk for it. I've been thinking about it all day now. I'm like, man, what's oh. up wrong? Should I have stopped? Should I have taken the picture? Even if it didn't mm. ma- mean that I was going to miss a little bit of the show, it probably would have meant a lot to her. So mm. I realized, too, that I don't think I've – I can't tell you how many of the – first acts I've seen of so many shows, <laughs> oh, so many shows. And let me explain how this works. So, you know, for some, well, not for some reason, I understand the exact reason why, but most of the media nights, or I used to go to like these VIP nights. It's all the same thing uh, with some people from Johns Hopkins. Um, it's all on Tuesday nights when these shows come to town, mm-hmm. it's opening night. And I understand why it's because <laughs> they obviously, if you go for a media night, they want you to be able to talk about it. And then right. get like the maximum, you know, because if, if, if the show's Friday, if they, they let mm-hmm. if the media night's Friday, obviously, like then they have two more shows. If they see us on Tuesday, then people have the opportunity to see it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. So I get it. It makes mm-hmm. sense. But as somebody that wakes up at the crack of dawn, you have to imagine how tough those nights are mm-hmm. when the, the show rolls around and the show starts at eight o'clock. By the way, nobody wants the show to start at eight o'clock. 
There's nobody. Even if you're like, well, <laughs> people work till five o'clock. Okay, you can still start it by seven. Everybody be fine. There's not one person that's gonna be so mad if you start, start that show at seven. Late too. Not mm-hmm. to mention that, but like ninety percent of the audience is over the age of eighty. Like easily, <laughs> it's a bunch of old people. And if they do stay, they're sleeping through the last. That's what I'm saying. Half. Like they can't even, they can't even like stay awake that long. I mean, but seriously, and all, all majority, the majority, at least on Tuesday nights when I go, I would uh-huh. say at least sixty plus. I would say majority of people they're sixty plus. Um, so okay, now we're talking about retirees. So they don't want to be there that late. Why in the world did these shows start at eight o'clock? Now the first act typically runs in the, around an hour and a half, right? So at this point, mm-hmm. it's 930. At mm-hmm. that point, I've got a really crucial decision to make. And I'm sure you've been here before. I'm sure that as you get older, you really start to do sleep versus everything else. And if I am not super enthralled with what the show is about, like mm-hmm. if I, I have to be at least, uh, I, I got to be at like 90% excited to be there because if I'm at 89% or less, it is not going to be worth it. For the rest mm-hmm. of the week, I will mm-hmm. literally suffer. I know that I will suffer through the rest of the week if mm-hmm. I stay, if I stay till, cause the, the next act is usually anywhere between an hour and an hour and a half. So right. now, now we're talking about it's 11 o'clock that you're getting out, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with concerts, y'all. Like if I go to concerts, man, if I'm not enjoying the first couple, I, I can't remember the last time I stayed for an entire concert during the week or even on the weekend because of that same thing alone. like sleep to me, to me personally mm-hmm. is so valuable. There better be something really, really awesome going on that I'm going to give up sleep for mom. Do you agree we with stayed, that? Well, we stayed for all of Bruno Mars, didn't we? It was a Saturday, but yeah. even that, even that effed me up because that was yeah. in DC. So like, then we had to drive right. almost an hour home. Yeah, so it was late. I remember that. But thank you for staying. I like just <laughs> I like to stay for the end. Your dad's the same way. I know. No, I think I picked it up from him. Out. I he wonder how out. most I wonder if that's a if that's a common theme to do as you get older. And listen, when I was in my twenties, it didn't matter, right? Like it just didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't really like your body didn't need as much sleep. Like you were like, it's fine. But like, are y'all staying? For the end of stuff, because most of us, even, okay, let's say even if, and we'll play weeknights only, okay? Weeknights only. Are you staying till the end of whatever you're going to? Let's say that you're going to go to a concert. And let's actually, let's just say it's a Monday night, a Tuesday night, a Wednesday night, uh, or, or even a Sunday night, Sunday through Wednesday. Because I think Thursday, you're like, okay, I, get, I can suffer through. Mm-hmm, right. One I can day. suffer through Friday and I'm fine. Mm-hmm, but right. if it's a Sunday night, a Monday night, a Tuesday night, or a Wednesday night, are y'all staying for the whole entire thing, because my ass literally at nine thirty. You typically at nine thirty is when Act One is over. I really got to make a hard decision. Like, is this really going to be worth giving up sleep? And here I am, so close to forty, and there's not <laughs> many things, and it, it sucks. Okay, and here's here's my here's my other thought process. Like, for example, To Kill a Mockingbird. Right? Mm-hmm. I I know for a fact I can watch that movie if I really care about the end. That's how I felt about Hairspray. I'm like, listen, I can still see how this thing ends. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and I can do it at my own leisure <laughs> later on. I do stay for mm-hmm. some endings, but I'm telling you, this show has to be so spectacular mm-hmm. that like, I can't wait. You know, I just can't wait to, uh, can't wait to see it. Mm-hmm. So let me know. Call text. Let's talk about this. Like, are y'all, are y'all doing, is it me? Because even again, <laughs> even if you have a normal eight to five, like, Y'all still gonna have to get get up, but you know it's six, and that's still super early. If you've been out to eleven, eleven thirty the night before, it's still that's still tough to do. Eight 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 Kramer eight. Call us. Let us know.
Okay. <laughs> Imagine this for a second. A stranger has driven up next to you while you're walking down the street and has handed you something out of their car. Are you going to take that item and are you going to feed it to your dog? <laughs> <laughs> Even as I'm setting this up, I'm like, mom, this is so bad. <laughs> Like, this is such a red flag. Like, if you haven't listened to Kramer and Jess Uncensored this week yet, that's our Uncensored podcast, and there's a link to it over in the show notes. Um, Jess is talking about getting a gun, right? And Ooh. and I'm telling her, I'm like, she's like, well, you know, it, it, she sounds like Jim Yancey to me, and that's why I told her mm-hmm. on the podcast. Everything I'm saying mm-hmm. behind her back is the same thing I'm saying to her face, which uh-huh. is, you know, she's like, well, you know, I, I sit here and I read all these news stories, and all these bad mm-hmm. things are happening to people. And so I, and there's somebody that broke into her. i to be able to protect myself. Yeah. Somebody broke mm-hmm. into her, um, uh, broke into a car. I, I, th- I think stole the car out of her um, parking lot at her, where she lives. And so like now she wants to be uh, able to yeah. defend herself and get a gun. And I'm saying like, you know, my, my stance is always this, which is, and you know, I, list, I live literally in the downtown of the fourth most dangerous city in the country. <laughs> I've seen some sketchy ass shit in the middle of the night as I'm driving around. Um, <laughs> and I still don't have a gun, nor do I want one because two, two reasons. Another number reason one, you need to leave at halftime. <laughs> well, right. Well, number one is because I know in a, in a moment of panic, I would never be able to do it. And uh, mm-hmm. number two is that I, um, I just, I, as much as I have anxiety, right. As much mm-hmm. as I have anxiety, I still, don't see the world through a scary lens. Now, again, I'm a man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a white man in America. So I get it. I have a different perspective than a lot of people have. I don't understand mm-hmm. what it feels like to be a woman. So I can completely understand that for me though. I'm not going to try to project scary things happening around me. And maybe mm-hmm. that leaves me unprepared. You know, like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to be smart about what I do. You know, like I don't take mm-hmm. side streets in the middle of the night. Like I, I know mm-hmm. my route, you know, if somebody's walking up next to my car, like that's going to be locked. And like, I got, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not taking chances, but I'm also not going to live in a, uh, a, a mode where I'm scared and feel mm-hmm. like I've got, I, I that the worst case scenario may happen to me. I'm just, for, which, mm-hmm. Of all my crazy thoughts I have, you think I'd be the complete opposite. Y'all think I'd be walking around with a bazooka or something, you know, just trying to like protect myself. <laughs> um, but I don't. I don't for some reason. I don't. I don't. Like my dad's like, you should get a gun. You should get a gun. And I'm like, I don't want to. I just, I'm going to live mm-hmm. and assume the best is going to happen to me. Other mm-hmm. than with everything else, it's completely irrational. Then I'll assume that's, that's going to happen to me. I don't know. It doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. Uh, anyway, so back to this. Um, I, I, I you're kind of doing the complete opposite of what I feel like most people would have done in this situation. So what happened? And it's probably what most people should have done. And it was an aha moment for me that I am way, I should say still, way too trusting. Yeah. You know, like I never think anything bad is going to happen to me. I trust everyone. I talk to everyone. You know, I go anywhere. I'm not, I mean, I'm not scared. I hate guns. I would never have a gun. Jim has a gun. Mm -hmm. I hate it. You know, blah, blah. Anyway, I'm on my street and I'm walking Winnie and um, a big SUV comes down the street and, you know, we live on a cul-de-sac and I'm about halfway down and I don't know most of the people that live at the end of the cul-de-sac. So this SUV is coming toward me. I'm not recognizing the car. And because I'm on the wrong side of the street, 
you know, he rolls down his window. He's going real slow coming toward me. And I'm thinking that he's just being careful not to hit us because the road is a little bit narrow. Right. He rolls down his window and he goes, hey, here's a treat for your dog. <laughs> and he hands me two little, you know, morsels of treats, dog treats. And I could see him and I could hear some uh, female voices in the backseat saying, oh, look how cute. Um, and I immediately just took those treats and gave them to Winnie, <laughs> not even thinking about, A, that I had just walked up to a car, yeah. you know, with a stranger who did have some kind of a patch on his shirt that looked like some kind of police officer, or security guard or something on it. Who knows? But even so, people wear those things all, I mean, that could be, you know, anything. Yeah, right. Um. And then I give it. I give it to the dog. It could, that could have been rat poison. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got back hey. down. Jim was down. Jim was down in the front of our house, and he had actually seen that car drive by. And I said, "I said, did you know the person in that truck?" And he said, "No, I'm not yeah. sure. I've seen him before." But he didn't think that was a big deal, you know, because he's to give to give your dog a, a stranger a, a it, treat from a stranger. Yeah, he's thinking. I mean, he's Lord. thinking the guy's just probably being nice. It's probably a neighbor, you know. Oh, man, <laughs> listen, I don't know. Again, I'm not carrying a gun with me. I'm not doing it. I trust that. I would never, ever, ever, <laughs> like, with some stranger just pulls up next to me and says, "Hey, here's a treat for your dog." I would mm -hmm. never in a million years give that to my dog. I know I should not have done that. <laughs> nor, nor should I have walked. I didn't really walk over because he pulled up right beside me. And, yeah. you know, it was on the passenger side. So it wasn't like, you know, he was right in my face. I swear to right. you, I wouldn't know the man if I saw him right now. Um, in, in other news, still, Winnie, Winnie's dead today. So that's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't told your brother that. I'm not telling well, him. Well, yeah, that especially like, if I had a dog and you're just feeding random treats, like, I don't, I don't I know. I would have. Know. He I'm won't wondering, let her come see me anymore. I'm wondering if most people would feel safe with that, you know? Like, for example, in my apartment complex, in my condo, they will give treats to the dogs if they mm – -hmm. when they come inside. And yeah. that, to me, is okay. Like, I've been to yeah. the bank before, and they yeah. will, like, send treats across. That, to me, is fine. But a stranger – you can order. You can order things for your dog, yeah, right? That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but, like, yeah. a stranger pulling up next to me <laughs> – and again, maybe they could have been the nicest person in the world that just loved animals. You know, maybe they're grieving their pet and they're just trying to, maybe. Mm -hmm. But there ain't no way in the world I'm feeding that. I'm not feeding that to my dog. I'm not doing it. I know. It. I'm I not doing it. I did honestly did not think twice about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be curious if you would do the same thing. Like, what's your what's your mindset? Mm -hmm. You want to call us, text us 888-Kramer8. And we will get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay. It's from W.P. Kinsella. Success is getting what you want. Happiness is wanting what you get. Now, let's think about that for a minute. To me, what that says is that you should learn to be content with what you have. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, and, that, and that creates happiness for you. If you're content with where you are in life and what you have, then you're happy. But s to be successful, you it's about getting what you want because you're looking for something, right? Mm-hmm. 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 
I saw a, a TikTok video kind of talking about the same thing. Uh, Gary Vanderchuk, who is a, I don't even know what he is. He's just, I don't, I don't know. He's a motivational speaker. I don't know what he is. Anyway, he was talking about how, like, <clears throat> he's like, you know, I got friends that are, you know, that make $50,000 a year and they're the happiest people I know. He's like, I got people with tens of millions of dollars <laughs> that are the most miserable humans on the planet. Mm-hmm. And it is funny, like, again, I'm still on this self quest of happiness. Like, it hasn't really changed. It just kind of like kind of shifted what happiness might look like right now. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, like what really, you know, my, in case you're new to this podcast, you know, I've been on this radio career now. Let me think. Well, I started in college. My first time on the air ever was probably 2000. Well, it was 2003. So it's been 20 years I've been doing radio, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always assumed, like, that's really the, the path that I've taken following this radio career, following this radio career, only to get to a point where now I feel like it's all I have and mm-hmm. I'm not happy. So I'm like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. So there's something really broken about this system, right? Because mm-hmm. that's all they tell you. That's all they teach us, right? Like, that's literally mm-hmm. from, like, the, the second, especially, I don't know for women, for a man, it's like, go at least in my family it was like just go work hard go be the best mm-hmm. don't fail don't lose this is what you need to do to be happy right is mm-hmm. to go be very successful mm-hmm. and then i do it and i'm like i mean like i like i still like what i do mm-hmm. but i don't consider you got myself what you want and i don't you're successful right but i don't consider myself but a happy you don't person consider yourself happy with what you have yeah right yeah. So mm-hmm. then I'm like, well, damn it. Like, what the hell is 20 years? Like, what have I been doing then? Mm-hmm. I got gray mm-hmm. in my beard now. We don't have time to mess around anymore. Like, this mm-hmm. is this is no joke anymore. So now it's like, okay, well, this isn't it. And what the hell is it? You know, is it yeah. a relationship? Is it something within myself? Is I mean, I'm, I'm literally, y'all, I'm doing all the therapies. I'm really, I'm working, working at all angles right now. I've never worked mm-hmm. on myself harder than I'm working on myself right now. Hands down. I'm in the weirdest True hardest growth period than I've ever mm-hmm. been in in my whole entire life right now. And mm-hmm. this is harder than the divorce. This is harder than um, anything. I mean, this is harder mm-hmm. than literally anything I've ever had to like put myself through when it comes to healing, growing, anything. It's like, holy shit. So, um, but it's true. Like it's, I don't, and I don't know if, you, if you've been like that too. Did you ever think that like you would be happy once you did this or once you got to this place, once I get married, mm-hmm. my ex-wife was very much a chaser of I'll be happy when, mm-hmm. and she was just never happy either. Like it was always mm-hmm. like, well, I think I'm unhappy because we live in Panama city. I'm sure when, when mm-hmm. we move, I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. We move. Well, you know, I'll be happy when I get a job. Well, I get a job and then I have an affair. Like it's just maybe, maybe she was right. <laughs> She could have been right, actually, in hindsight. So, anyway, I don't know if anybody yeah, else had that personal experience too of just like, like what, like what, and what is the answer? Like, what is the answer? And that's is, you know, things yeah. that forty-year-olds have got to think about nowadays. And I, I think that that's not uncommon, not at all. Yeah, I think we're all taught to be in order to be exactly like you were taught. In order to be successful, you need to have a career, you need to make money, and especially if you're the guy, you're expected to be the breadwinner, Right. which, you know, all of that, thank God, has changed now. Um, and, you I'm, know, your, your, brother, your brother was very entrepreneurial, and now yeah. he's like, mm-mm. <laughs> right. No, I don't need to make all that money. I need to live in the forest. 
<laughs> it is crazy. I'm not, I'm, 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 in, I'm somewhere in between uh, millionaire and living in the forest, um, but <laughs> way closer to probably living in the forest than being a millionaire. But I'm just trying, mm-hmm. to, just trying to figure out. Yeah, he went. Listen, I'm, I'm nowhere near where where my brother went. He really just was like, nope, that's it. I'm just going to give away everything and go live in the woods. I'm like, I'm not really, mm-hmm. not there yet, my guy. But a good luck yeah. in the woods. Um, yeah. today's podcast is brought to you by AG one. If you haven't tried AG one yet, I would love for you to give this a shot for 30 days and see how you feel. Let me know how you feel. I started taking AG one because I uh, was having gut health issues and I was skeptical though, because when you, like when I tell you it's got 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens, like you're already like, this is going to taste bad, right? Um, it's not, I start my day every day with it and like, yes, it's got an earthy taste to it, but like. I kind of look forward to it now when I wake up. It almost is like an orange juice uh, in a sense. Wouldn't you say, mom? Like, it's just like this great start to your day. I I put mine in my protein shake. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Um, just, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't taste bad to me. It just takes, it makes my shake taste green. I kind of love it. Well, if you uh, if you want to try this, I mean, it really, it really does. It works on everything from your gut health to your nervous system, to your immune system, and your energy, and your recovery, and your focus, and your aging. Like, I bet any of that or all of that sounds fantastic to you. Give it a shot for thirty days and let me know how you feel. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com/kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Today's podcast also brought to you by Paired. Paired's a cool app if you are in a relationship and it doesn't matter if it's been a short time or a long amount of time. It's a chance for you to connect with your partner every single day. You download the app, you pair them together, and then every day they give you these questions and games and quizzes to have fun and stay connected and deepen your conversation. My parents have been together for 51 years now. One. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you think you would have figured out, you would have, you would have heard everything at this point, right? Yeah, right. When you guys, mm-hmm. when you, you know, did you learn anything new using the Parrot app? No, yeah. I learned a lot about, you know, things that he did before, before I knew him. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I bet it is. Don't be going too yeah, far back, y'all. You know what I mean? Be sharing all that. No, not too far back <laughs> in the archives. No, mind your business. Um, if you uh, if you want to uh, to try this out, I'd love for you to try it and, and, and see how it goes in your relationship. Uh, it's a free download. It's a seven day free trial, and then it's twenty five percent off if you decide that you want to stay, uh, stick with a subscription. Head to paired dot com slash Kramer. You'll get that trial, and then uh, it's p a i r e d dot com paired dot com slash Kramer to sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. A happier relationship starts here. Certified fans, we are good this month, man. This is uh, this is <laughs> nice. Usually, I'm begging at this point. <laughs> Thank you so much for all of your support for the show. Certified fans are people that contribute to our podcast. It's a $6 a month contribution, which is awesome because your $6, you know, hopefully to you, that's like, well, that's one Starbucks. But for us, that's literally what keeps us afloat. So mm-hmm. we don't take any, we don't literally, there's not one person's contribution that we take lightly because we need them all to be able to continue to do this podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If um, you get a bunch of perks by doing it, and it really, it's awesome. It's just, you know, to me, it's, it really does feel like a little family. It really does. And mm-hmm. um, I hope that you're, that you feel the same way when you're doing this. I hope that when you sit down and listen to Certified Mama's Boy, it just, it feels like it's your friends, your family, 
and um, by you just chipping We're in a couple just bucks. just hanging out. Just hanging out. That's all Trying we do. Trying to no, figure it out. There's no point to this <laughs> podcast. If you haven't figured that out yet, we've only done, damn, almost <laughs> 700 episodes. We're on almost three years. If you haven't realized at this point, that we, this podcast is literally about nothing, then <laughs> – Wake up because it's not like it's not. There's no every the podcast you listen to has an exact purpose except for the upside. I would say they're even kind of like us. We're we're just we're just hanging out. We're just having we're talking mm-hmm. about life and like mm-hmm. what's going on and relationships and um. But it, it, we talk about grieving some days. There's no real objective other than just like sharing life, being here for one another, making you feel not so alone. That's really what I wanted to do. Is just. With all this stuff, with the radio show, with the podcast, it's just so you always feel like you've got somewhere to go with somebody that understands you and you understand them. And like that's especially what I love about the podcast. So mm-hmm. if you want to continue to help with our podcast being created, you can text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Every single episode is dedicated to a certified fan. When you join, that's automatically your episode. And when we don't, what we do is we spin our wheel of certified fans. Every one of your names is on this wheel. We now have 464 of you all over the country. And I will spin our wheel today to figure out who we're going to actually update our wheel number. Four, six, four. Uh, I'll spin our wheel. And we'll dedicate this Thursday episode, the 16th of March, to the one and only certified fan number 155. Mm. So today's episode is dedicated to the wonderful, uh, oh man. Oh no. It's Desiree. I'm pretty sure it's Desiree. Desiree. I'm going to go with Desiree. Desiree. I'm going to spell this though and tell me if you feel like this is Desiree. I think it's Desiree. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Desiree. Mm -hmm. D-E-S-I-R-A-E. Desiree. Desiree. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Took me a second. If if it's not spelled like I know, I know one spelling of every name. If it's not spelled exactly like that, I have to like run it through my head seven hundred times to make sure it's right. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm pretty sure you're Desiree B from El Cajon, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desiree, thank you so much for supporting Certified Mama's Boy. You've been doing that now for quite some time, and we are so thankful for you and your contribution to the show. Hope you're having a great day. This show is dedicated to Desiree B. And let's give her a whoop whoop, mom. Whoop whoop to Desiree B. And I think she's really active on our fans page. Yeah. And so, it's the same one. Yeah. Desiree, thank Love you her. for your support. Mm-hmm. If you want to join us, F-A-N-S, text that word to 888-Kramer8 as we get to Ask My Mom. This is a weekly, a bi-weekly advice segment that we do. Uh, if you have never heard this before, basically what we do is we say, who has got a dilemma? If you do, and maybe you don't feel comfortable going to your friends or your family, you can always go to certifiedmamasboy.com and you can just plop in your, uh, your information, your dilemma right there under contact us, send us your story. And then my mom, who's been a mom for 43 years, will be able to give you some advice. And then we'll hop in as your podcast family and do the same thing. So what's happening today, Mom? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, I love your podcast. Thank you very much. We love you. We love you too. Thank you. Quick story about me. My husband is 10 years older than me, and I'm his second marriage. He has a really big family, five siblings and 10 nieces and nephews. Damn. His ex doesn't talk to them regularly, as far as I know, but she does call or text most of his siblings on their birthdays, and it really annoys me. Their marriage ended because of her, and I don't understand how my mother-in-law can talk to her after she cheated and stole from my husband. 
When I asked him how he felt about it, he said he didn't care. Is this something I should get over? It's to a point where it's really affecting me. Am I alone in feeling this way? Well, (laughs) you're not alone, I can tell you that. Because when my son's wife cheated on him, mm -mm, no, no. (laughs) Not the kind of woman I want to have a relationship with. No, thank you. So that was the end of that. But no, I don't think you're alone. I'm, oh, no, I don't know why they still talk either. It is tough. Like, it's always, and everyone's got a different relationship. I'm trying, I mean, would I be okay with it? No. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I even have trouble sometimes. Like, it just depends on how long that, like, I really struggled for a while when I would date somebody and they would have, kids and mm-hmm. then they would still depending on how long they'd been divorced i'd have a really mm-hmm. hard time with like them having contact it was just weird to me right like mm-hmm. why 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 are you still talking to your ex like all the time like i didn't have the comprehension to understand like you know and it really had but, more to do with the kids well right but it just felt it yeah. felt weird it felt intimidating right but i understand mm-hmm. with that kind of situation like, you got to talk like that's the thing right mm-hmm. happy birthday is a tricky one though because I mean, what do you, what, like, what is, what's the, like, what do you, what's supposed to happen here? Like, do you want him to call her and say, Hey, stop texting my family. Happy birthday. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know what feels, you do about it. That feels kind of weird, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I think if she's close to her mother-in-law, I'd have a talk with her. And say, and just I mean, would you would you say that? Her. Would you do that? Would I have a talk with my mother-in-law? Yeah, no, no, no. Would like, you? Would you? Would you have like? Let's just say that like my ex was texting everybody happy birthday. Uh huh. Let's so let's say for example that my ex-wife texts you happy birthday. Are uh-huh. you going to text her back and say please do not contact our family anymore? No, I'm no. just gonna, <laughs> I'll just ignore it. You know, like that's that's what I'm saying. I just I mean, she's obviously I think coming from a good place. Mm. I'm wondering if that's just something you just have to get over, unfortunately, because I don't really know what the plan of action might be mm-hmm. that would be comfortable. Like, or mm-hmm. I just don't know, don't know what you can do about it. Unfortunately, like, it's not like they're talking all the time. Right. You know, they're not like if she was like coming to the house and my mom and I were talking this before, before, uh, before we started recording today, which was, you know, my mom stayed friends with my high school girlfriend's family Mm-hmm. After we broke up, and we didn't break up for bad reasons. We just she right. was up in New. She went to New York. I I stayed in Georgia, and it was just you know we we're kids, so <laughs> it wasn't like it was a bad breakup. But right, um, it still felt weird. I know <laughs> it's so weird to me. It's just like <laughs> I remember and like, her mom like, and- <laughs> We're going to like hang out with them, and I'm like, okay. I mean, her, I mean, I don't her- feel like it's all. It's just like I'm saying, like like breakups and divorces are very tricky. On like. <laughs> Who's supposed to talk to who and, and when and how and like all that, you know? <laughs> I'll never forget when her mom and dad and Jim and I went on a little overnight to um to a hotel and um we were at the spa. The mom and I were at the spa together and, and Jim and the dad were out playing golf and then we had dinner and we spent the night and we had such a great time. And when we were having lunch at the spa, we were talking about your wedding. You know, 
about you making plans. And, and she looked at me at some point and said, do you realize how weird this is <laughs> that we're sitting here talking about? Because they still loved you too, right? Yeah. So then we're sitting here talking about Stephen's wedding to someone else other than my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tricky situation when there's oh, a split. No. I, okay, so back to this situation. I think that the, the answer is you kind of have to get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that it can't not bother you. Mm-hmm. I just think that there's not really much of a, uh, alternate plan that would make a lot of sense in this yeah. situation. If she's texting all these people, happy yeah. birthday, mm-hmm. then for you to like, they're also, I, I don't, I, I don't think there's a much better solution than you just getting over it versus mm-hmm. there having to be some kind of weird you know, family meeting and everybody gets together and says, okay, we're not, you know, I just, I don't, (laughs) I don't see another outcome. that's really going to end well. What do you think though? In that situation, 888 Kramer eight, call us, text us, Facebook us. If you're a certified fan. Mm -hmm. All right, mom, you feel good about that one? I feel good. All righty. It's a good Uh, day. I love you. All right, honey. Love you forever. Kicking bad habits are hard. I know it. I've had to kick a couple in my lifetime. Some I've been successful at, some I have not. Luckily, caffeine has been one that I've really, that was my hardest thing ever to quit was caffeine. So tough, man. Like, especially doing morning radio. It's, it was a, it was a B-I-T-C-H. It was bad. It was hard. Uh, But I know, like, listen, I know that unhealthy habits are, are really hard to kick sometimes. And if you have one or you know someone that has, then I want to introduce you to Fume. Fume is on a mission to accelerate humanity's breakup from the bad habits that consume far too many of us. Fume is a natural diffuser device that uses plants and behavioral science to help you trade out your negative habits for a positive one. Fume is not a vape. It's a non-electronic device that is designated to transform your negative habits. And they don't use pods like uh, you know you would see in a vape. But they use these things called cores, which have peppermint, cinnamon, and natural flavors in them. So it's uh, you know you don't have to worry about you know harmful chemicals like a vape. The Fume 2, it's, it's snappy, it's tactile. I can tell you from trying this, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a cool method. When other things have failed you, this is really a cool way. The taste is, is, is good. It's, it's, it's a very unique way to kick a bad habit. And the easiest way is to you know, stop a bad habit is to switch to a positive one. And Fume is designed to do just that. It's Fume's goal to make switching easy and maybe even enjoyable. They have thousands of five-star reviews and people just like you who have successfully switched over when the other solutions just didn't work. So go to tryfume.com and use code Kramer to save 10% off when you get the journey pack today. That's going to come with the three unique flavors and the Fume 2 like we just talked about. And that's going to kickstart your positive habits. Go to tryfum. Fume is F-U-M. Tryfum.com and use code Kramer to save an additional 10% off your order today. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you. Uh, we have one more episode this week, and hopefully you'll come back and check out our Friday episode of Certified Mama's Boy. 
Hey, I'm a little behind, but I'm listening, and you're talking about looking for signs from Kiki. So sorry to hear about her, by the way. But you're looking for signs, and you you haven't seen maybe that you said you got a new um, person that subscribed to the podcast at 12.01, and right as you were talking about it on the podcast, you said, oh my gosh, I don't know why that happened. A picture of Kiki just came up. That, to me, would have been a sign. Um, so take it for what it is or is not, but, um, that to me, I would have taken that as a sign, um, that she did that or had a part in that or was hearing you talk about that or something. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.